We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. You better not mess with me. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. On the way, the Joe Rose Show. Going to be talking with DJ Bolden about the Muck Bowl. Dan Lebetard Show. The oh-so-memorable Armando Galarraga will be brought up. And then Hawk and Crowder. Pause up, Papa. Coming up right now, though. Headlines. The Marlins are expected to furlough more operations employees due to coronavirus starting June 1st. Dolphins defensive tackle Davin Godchow says the sky is the limit with the team's new additions, including Tua Tagovailoa. The NFL season is expected to start in September. Governor Ron DeSantis says teams should train in Florida and sports should return soon with no fans in attendance. The MLS is working to return to play in June with all 26 teams in Orlando. Inter-Miami are 0-2 on the season. Rays ace Blake Snell says he will not play for a reduced salary this season because it is too dangerous due to coronavirus. Snell is scheduled to make $7 million. Due to being paid in advance, the 10 highest salary players in the NBA will not see a salary reduction like the rest of the league tomorrow, but instead will have it deducted from their next paycheck. Some affected include LeBron James, Steph Curry, and John Wall. Oh, goodness, John Wall. Right now, let's take a step into the day spa. A French serial killer expert has admitted that his experience is all made up, including his claim that a serial killer murdered his wife. Now, I know we all kind of fudge on our resumes, but come on. An Australian man was scolded by his wife for wasting his money on a lottery ticket until it hit and won the couple $1.16 million. She now says she's had a change of heart on the matter. Yeah, a million dollars will change your mind on just about anything. A Canadian man was asked to watch his neighbor's pets over a year ago, and to this day, the neighbor has not returned. Looks like someone has new members of the family. A U.S. artist has created a face mask with a tiny hole so one can drink cocktails while wearing it. Some are complaining the mask is unsanitary when the hole is not being used. I reply... It's simple. Always be drinking. Stay safe. An Omaha strip club will reopen this week with its dancers shedding their clothes while still wearing masks and gloves. Throw those dollar bills, y'all, in their gloves. 
Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast calls for rain with temperatures in the mid-70s. In the morning, it's all about the Joe Rose Show. They get you up, they get you going. And this morning, Joe Rose, Zach Krantz, Hollywood, talk with DJ Bolden. What were they talking about? The Muck Bowl. The opportunities that football brings. Also, burning cane fields, chasing rabbits in the Everglades, and the legends mentoring. DJ Bolden is going to join us right now. There's a documentary coming out on CuriosityStream.com on basically the muck. Muck City. Curiosity Stream is fourth and forever. Muck City. And we're going to talk to DJ Bolden right now, who is the head coach uh, out there uh, for Pahokee. Uh, DJ, really uh, appreciate the time this morning. And this documentary looks like it's going to be fantastic to watch. Thanks. Thanks for your time once again. Thank you guys for having me, man. It's a pleasure. DJ, I heard great things, man. I was over there and uh, talking and and uh, what you're doing over there is really cool. Everybody's got to see a muck bowl, right? We, everybody, Absolutely. I know our football. We talk about Dayton and Broward football. But I got to tell you, I've been over the last two years. It's the most unique, coolest thing to see Pahokee and Glade Central kind of back up against each other and play that game and how big it is to that community. But I, I know the documentary is about a lot more than just that. Talk about it a little bit. The Muck Bowl itself has to be special in FSS. Double A gives us an opportunity to play on Saturdays when all the other schools finish their football season on Friday. This event is so big, they allow us to play on the Saturday, which gives many people opportunities to come out to the Glades and check out one of the biggest rivalries in the country. Uh, but the documentary itself obviously highlights the Mug Bowl, but it also highlights the camaraderie with the communities and kind of like the, the brotherhood between the two towns. And um, it definitely highlights the academic part and just a band of people coming together to try to give these kids an amazing experience throughout their high school's careers. Great. Hey, I, I got to add this. I, I've been different places and we hear about football in Ohio and Texas and California and, and even Florida. But I got to tell you, I just feel like football in that area is kind of the key that allows you to do a lot of other things, right? More education, everything else. Football is just, it's incredible. It becomes a big party on Saturday, and everybody's talking about it. Absolutely. Football is definitely a way or a ticket out. We don't have many resources down in the Glaze area. Um, specifically in Pahokee, we don't have a chain restaurant. We don't have movie theaters. We don't have skating rings or different outlets for kids to just be kids. You kind of take on the adult mindset and kind of focus in on your craft, and most kids are gifted athletes, and a lot of kids see football as a way out because of the guys prior to them, the Anquan Bowdens, the Ricky Jacksons of the world, myself, like guys that have taken the opportunity of football and use it to their benefit. And obviously you and I know you can't go to college unless you have grades. And now kids are understanding the big, the big picture at hand. Like, yes, I can play football. I can't have football without the academic part. And kids are totally buying in on um, this year. I had 90% of my kids with a 3.0 or higher. That, that, that was our team GPA, you know, accolades like that will go unheard of because it's not on the gridiron, but for us in Pahokee, that's a milestone. You know, that that's that's something to be applauded with the kids and how serious they are about the academic part and about them understanding the big picture at hand because there have been many legends through Pahokee that you would never hear about because they never got an opportunity to leave because of academics. DJ, yeah, it's amazing too. And if people don't know about the area there, uh, obviously it's one of the largest sugarcane crop, 
areas in in, in the country. And and mm-hmm. what I always what I always laugh at too is because whenever you see a documentary, you see something talking about that area out there by the muck. You see the burning of the sugarcane fields. You see the chasing the rabbit stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that that was kind of a thing. Ah, oh, they're just saying that until you see the, you know video <laughs> or something. Can you explain that one too for someone who's never uh, seen a video or seen some of those kids out there or seen yourself or or, or the older guys out there? Because I'm just assuming that Fred Taylor and Ricky and your brother and everyone out there mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but the burning of the sugarcane crops and the chasing the rabbits can you tell a little bit of the lore of that it's entertainment if anything uh, it's probably <laughs> dangerous entertainment now, now now that I look back on it uh just being I don't know um a field where there's cane burning and if you get too close you probably get burnt but you know when we hunt the rabbits obviously when they burn the sugar cane it just erupts with a whole bunch of wildlife running away from the fire and you kind of cage in the rabbits a little bit because they're running from the fire but they're trying to get to the canals and you're closer to the canals so when they coming out rabbits don't run in a straight line they kind of zigzag <laughs> and they bounce and they glide and you know you use that to chase down the rabbits you have a stick and or your hand you know a lot of guys are really good pros now they they're catching cottontails with their bare hands man i've I've (laughs) never done that before uh, it's pretty unique when it does happen which is burned up the cane we call it the burn down that is our snow if you will on the glaze where the black ash falls from out of the, the, the sky that's a clear indication that there's a burn down close by somewhere and most guys are pretty excited after school hours to get to the burn down and go catch rabbit most guys eat it some guys sell it for revenue um but it's, it's it's just all a sporting game really i mean we sound like neanderthals or or indigenous people when you're talking about you know sporting game and rabbits it's part of the tradition on the glaze um, not everybody do it but a lot of people do it we've had no no real serious injuries that i've heard of so even though it's, it's, it's quite dangerous and irresponsible in my mind we've been fortunate enough to not have any casualties dj are the uh are the players from glade central and pahokee because the area right there next to each other are, are the kids pretty close to each other probably more closer than i remember i remember when i grew up we used to get together on like from football fields and just do one-on-ones it's so integrated now because a lot of kids used to go to pokey and they go to belglade now because their parents moved to belglade and or vice versa so a lot of the kids know each other and then now you have the student aces center which is a phenomenal asset to both programs. Both schools take advantage of the Student Aces Center, so it's like the meeting point for both of the kids. And obviously, once you're around somebody long enough, you get to know them and you, you, you kind of build a bond there. That just goes to speak to the glaze, if you will. Like, I mean, yeah. three, three, yeah, 364 days out of the year, we are all good, you know? But that one right. day, that mug bowl, you know, we hate each other. <laughs> but after that, it, it's all it's all back to, to, to family and brotherhood and, and, and camaraderie in both communities. I don't know how you get ready for that damn game with that smell of barbecue all around that, that, that field. And by the way, the fields are beautiful, unbelievable fields for both Glades uh, Central and, and Pahokee. I was just blown away on how nice everything was. They, 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 they do a phenomenal job preparing for it. Obviously, it's a week-long event. Um, it's a lot of build-up and, and anticipation going into the game. Um, I must admit, it was just as exciting as a coach 
as it was when I was a player. Uh, that was a big question mark of mine going in. You know, will the thrill of the game be as exciting as it was when I was a player? And I must admit, man, not being in control of things as a coach makes the thriller even even more so. Like, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of buildup, a lot of frustration, but it's all good at the end of the day. DJ, I got to tell you that Joe, I think when I was at last year, Joe, or the year before you went out to the to the Muck Bowl, and he came back, and he all he could talk about was a half mile out while he was waiting in line to get in to the muck bowl all you could smell was barbecue all he talked about was the barbecue and, and the smell from a half mile out i need to go out there just to see because i love watching football and high school football but i've never been to the muck bowl and for people that never been out there joe described it beautifully last year when he talked about how amazing this was how the the boat the pahokee and the and the bell glade people all they they came together into the stadium and this was the biggest thing like you said 364 days a year you guys are all family but that one day a year it is a rivalry, and it's one of the greatest rivalries in high school football. And the players that came out of it, you, Anquan, Antonio Holmes, Ricky Jackson, Fred Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this list right now, and I'm like, well, th- this this should be documented. I'm excited to see this. And by the way, it starts streaming today on CuriosityStream.com, 4th and Forever Muck City. But just that day, I mean, that's all Joe talked about. Barbecue, barbecue, barbecue from a half mile out. DJ, it, it, it's, it's a special day for, for, for many reasons. I mean, it's like a family reunion for most people. Um, a lot of people don't come home until that time of year if you've never had a college experience meaning football game you have 30 you know you have 30,000 people out there that's pretty significant for small towns like that it's a really special event for 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 numbers of reasons hey dj your brother as soon as you drive up there man anquan bolden is uh he's been really good that we're talking about the amount of money he's donated back to where he grew up i think it's unbelievable mm-hmm. for a guy that was just unbelievably great player at the nfl level is he still active with things over there anquan is definitely active um if you know anything about him don't like being out front with a lot of things he loves to give in charity but he likes to play the back background he came to numerous of games he supported in many different facets another thing that i implemented with my football program is mentoring every wednesday we balanced we, we partner up with balanced living mentorship each wednesday after Football practice. All my kids are mandated to go here. Uh, Minister Hakeem speak at Banners Living Mentorship, and Anquan has been there on several occasions as a guest speaker himself. And that's just another way that he gives back to the community, not just to the football players, but to every youth in the community. I mean, it's it's, it's an intimate one-on-one time. Pick the brain of Anquan Bolden and just take in some of the wisdom and the insight that he's had from his very various different experiences in life. And as you know now, he, he's he's a big social justice advocate and educating people but he's, he's always giving back every christmas every thanksgiving he does his charity event he's always one phone call away and i've, I've yet to hear anquan say no to anything that pertains to giving back to his community dj man this has been great we uh, really awesome. appreciate it hope everybody gets a chance at some point to go over there and see it i lived down here forever and had not been over there to see it and had heard about that friggin muck bowl and now i've had mm-hmm. a chance to see it a, a, a couple of times and it really is unbelievable by the way dj we're all going to get in trouble if we don't give lewis oliver a shout out from glade central he's going to be looking at he, he's gonna be, <laughs> you know what sweet lou upset today but listen, listen, if, if the fans have never experienced the mobile, please go on to curiositystreams.com and download the app so you can watch 
this documentary, and I think it does a great job of portraying what that Mopo game is truly like, the buildup that goes into it, the actual game itself and the thrill of it. Please check it out on CuriosityStream.com. That documentary sounds awesome. The only thing that sounds more awesome, actually going to the Muck Bowl and getting some of that barbecue Joe Rose was talking about. I am starving for some real food. I think the last place I ate was back in February at Versailles. That's it. It's the last time I had real food. Other than that, peanut butter, honey sandwiches, minez sandwiches, dry cereal. COVID-19, go away. Dan Lebetard show, come here. Here's a little taste. If we're playing word association and I say the name Armando Galarraga to you, uh, what do you think of? Just minutes away. Best of the Joe show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and hopefully you are feeling good. Yeah. Why are we feeling so good? A little Tony, Tony, Tony in the background, because it is Raphael Sadiq's 54th birthday. Which Tony was Raphael Sadiq? Hell if I know. Why was a guy named Raphael in a band Tony, Tony, Tony? I don't know. I don't know at all. Well, if you're a Panthers fan, you're going to feel good because at 7 o'clock, going to go back into the archives, play a Panthers-Canadiens game. Doug Plagan's going to walk you through that, so that's going to feel good. Always feeling good with the Dan Lebetard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on 560 The Joe. He and the guys talking about Armando Galarraga and remembering his imperfect game over if he would have had a perfect game. What I wanted to ask you, Stugatz, is you remember what about the name? If we're playing word association, this seems like 100 years ago, but it was only 10 years ago. If we're playing word association and I say the name Armando Galarraga to you, uh, what do you think of? Uh, a guy who was robbed of a of a perfect game by one of the nicest umpires you'll ever meet. Okay, well, it's interesting because that, that second part is what stayed with me about that entire story. Ten years ago, and there's a reason I'm telling you this story. Ten years ago, Armando Galarraga uh, retired the first 26 uh, Indians that he faced. He, he went for the 21st perfect game of all time in baseball. At a time, it feels like 10 years ago, baseball was a different time and sport. You know what I mean, Stugatsi? Yes. Like, this kind of story popped in a way. Like, baseball feels like it's become sort of a regional sport where you might care about your hometown team, but it doesn't feel like it wraps up the country the way that football and basketball does when they're playing meaningful games. But 10 years ago... Armando Galarraga threw a perfect game, and at the end, he ran over to cover first base on the last ground ball. He touched first base. It should have been the 21st perfect game ever. An umpire, do you remember the umpire's name? Do you remember who it was? I do I not. It, I, th- I think it was Jim Joyce. But the part that I remember about the story is Jim Leland goes out there, screams up and down at the umpire, Jim Joyce. Jim Joyce ends up feeling so terribly about his human mistake that people went from hating an umpire, which is very easy to do, who had wronged a player from historic greatness to being like, oh, he feels so bad that even Jim Leland, after berating the umpire, ended up feeling and crying himself feeling bad because he 
he had berated and embarrassed the man who had made such a mistake in such an important moment. And what I remember is that Armando Galarraga also was hugely, hugely graceful being robbed of a moment that we would have forever associated him with in a way that most people would not by the way it was it was a great job by him so you're right I, I do remember that in a way that most people would not have responded or reacted i say all of this so you know that armando galarraga now changed his mind he wants his perfect game now that they've gone to instant replay and everything oh. else armando yes what i remember is just the grace mm. the amazing oh wow billy waving a hand at armando galarraga a, a hand of disgust and condescension billy gill what? 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 What happened? Why'd you get so fired up about this? <laughs> because Armando Galarraga needs to realize that if he would have gotten that out, we would not have remembered that he pitched the perfect game ten years ago. We would not have remembered his name. And the only reason we're talking about this story right now is because it didn't happen in the way it didn't happen. His imperfect game was so much more memorable than any perfect game he could have pitched. Because there's been so many random no hitters and perfect games that you couldn't name half the people that have pitched them. We will always remember his name because of how that happened so Jim Joyce did him a favor that day I mean it's a great point it is of the perfect games it is the most memorable of the perfect games or maybe it was the perfect game in the World Series that Don Larson threw but yeah, but uh, Billy they're, they're they're pretty rare okay no hitters are random these are pretty rare all right 21 that would have been the 21st one I ride with Billy on this he's absolutely right that the <laughs> imperfect game would be remembered more than a traditional perfect game God, since it's terrible naming the perfect games you remember. There's only 20 of them, right? Or 21? So let's just go no, down the No, 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 no. You're misconstruing what I'm saying. I am agreeing with your overall premise. I, it just dawned on me that Don Larson did do it during a World Series. So perhaps it's up there. Galarraga is up there with Don well, Larson. You know what? Here's, all right. Here's the thing. Thank you for doing that, Billy. You rarely, you are a staunch, staunch ally in the Stugatz army. You are always there supporting him on the most absurd of things. But let's try this now, Stugatz, because... Because I want to actually test what Billy is saying there in terms of okay. the memorability of perfect games. I can remember El Presidente, Dennis Martinez. Go ahead. You go after that. All right. So I uh, I remember uh, Len Barker. I believe Len Barker, a Cleveland Indian pitcher, threw perfect, a perfect I, game. Are you sure? Because I feel like I, he only threw new, no hitters, that he threw a couple of no hitters. I don't think that they were perfect. I don't think he threw a perfect game. I, I I do not have, now listen, I'm home alone, I'm left to my own devices. I know most of you think I'm cheating at home, I am not, alright? When you're pulling out Len Barker as the first one, okay, you ahead. are not cheating, okay? Alright, no, you've got your hands up. You, What you did when Billy attacked you by questioning your knowledge, you immediately, yes, keep your hands up, jazz hands, but you immediately, what you do is you just try and blind people with your sausage fingers when you get into the lie telling or the pivoting or the want, wanting to hide things, but your hands are up, so go Go ahead and have at it. He is not looking at any computers. Name all the perfect games that you can. Chris Cody has them in front of us, in front of him, and he reports that uh, Len Barker has indeed thrown a perfect game. So we've got, uh, so far we've got three of them. Don Larson. Did Larson throw two? I forget. No, uh, no, 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 no. So we got Larson, El Presidente, and Len Barker. (laughs) That's all we've got so far. We've got a list of three. Uh, Speaking to Billy's point of the imperfect game is absolutely remembered more than the perfect game. I just love that Armando Galarraga now has a cake and eat it uh, situation because he wants to have the moment of the infamous imperfect game, but he also is saying, hey, 
give me the perfect game as well. I, I want both of them. Uh, all right, are we still playing this game here? Because I thought we were going to go back and forth. Do you only remember one perfect game, Dan? It's El Presidente. That's, that's it. The, that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. Yes. All right. I rem- I, I can't remember anymore. I can't go back and forth on you uh, on this. No, uh, I'm not, I, the game might be over. I might be done with Len Barker and Don <laughs> Larson. I mean, I'm trying to think. <laughs> All right. Uh, put it on the poll, Guillermo, at Levitard Show. How many perfect game pitchers can you name? And then give people some options. We've just given them three. Three. And I assume that uh, did, didn't uh, did Dallas Braden throw a perfect game? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Braden did because they just did. Uh, and I think it was a month. Mother's Day because they did an E60 on it that I was watching over the weekend. I only I remember one more, Dan, and I only remember it because the Marlins uh, tried to sell unsold tickets oh, for the game yeah, after it right. actually happened. That's right. That was Roy right. Halladay's perfect that's game. Right. That's right. So wait a minute. Have the Mets still, the Mets have never had a perfect game, right? For a long time, the Mets have never had a no-hitter. The Mets have never had a perfect game, correct, Stugatz? Uh, I, I believe, I, mm, I don't believe the Mets have had a perfect game. All right. That's your team. Well, uh, well executed dismount there. Interesting that he mentions Roy Halladay because Doc Holliday would have had a birthday today. Unfortunately, he passed away back in 2017. I can only name two perfect games. Of course, Don Larson's World Series perfect game. The only other one, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, Kenny Rogers did it for the Texas Rangers. No, not the singer, but Kenny Rogers. And the only reason I remember that is because Texas Rangers baseball came on in New Orleans, and I remember everybody was talking about it the next day. So, that's the only two perfect games I can mention. Maybe they're not so memorable. But still, if you can have a perfect game in your belt under your belt, you're doing pretty, 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 pretty good. Speaking of pretty, 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 pretty good, Hawk and Crowder. All but my, do... my greater point was what a hundred pizzas, that's like, you know, six hundred bucks. I'm not dunking on it. <laughs> I am not. Pizzas and pause up next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and two days in a row of poison because yesterday on the Dan Levitard Show, Brett Michaels was a guest. Today, it is poison guitarist C.C. DeVille's 58th birthday. Having nothing but a good time. That should be one of the theme songs for the Hawk and Crowder Show because we're always having nothing but a good time weekdays from 3 to 6 on Hawk and Crowder. Earlier today, they're bringing sports back, but sit your ass at home. Papa John's. Pause up, Papa. Bro, are you starting the simulcast with little SWV? Oh my goodness, crank this up. I haven't heard this forever. <laughs> you remember SWV? Oh, hey, Sisters with what? Sisters with voices. vibes or something? Voices. Sisters with voices, yeah. yeah. My sister. This, Samples, this came, uh, Michael this Jackson. Yeah, this wasn't Randy and Pauline. This was my sisters. This was coming out my sister's right. most of the time. Right, right. Yeah. You know this song, Solana, or just came across it in the system? Yeah, no, I've never, uh, I don't know SWV. To be honest, um, but I like this song. Let's well, say sample of Michael Jackson. That's his little voice there, huh? Look at way to start the simulcast, Solana. Look at you. I think he just admitted it was an accident. What else you got playing?
in for the next three hours. <laughs> Told you I was locked in. You are locked in. <laughs> Can't get right mistake. He just swing the back. man is locked in. You know, we started the show, uh, I was reading from ESPN about Governor DeSantis talking about, you know, welcoming any major league teams to come to Florida and we'll figure out a way to do it down here. So there is sports on the docket. Like UFC has never really stopped, right? UFC is, they just had UFC 249 last weekend. Uh, NASCAR is back this Sunday. Did you know that live from Darlington? No. I'm yeah, so NASCAR, they're, uh, they're going to be racing, obviously, without fans in the stands, but NASCAR is going to be back this Sunday. The PGA is scheduled to return June 11th, with the mm. Colonial being the first uh, tournament. And then, uh, and then obviously, you've got uh, the NBA plotting and uh, MLB plotting. And MLS plotting, like it's it's starting to starting to kind of come into vision as to hey, they're going to attempt this now. Whether there's another uh, big outbreak or whether all of a sudden you start getting a ton of athletes infected and there's no real way to do it logistically, that remains to be seen. But it does seem to me like sports is on the horizon, which for me personally. I find it to be welcome news. If they can do it safely, I find it to be welcome news. And we've just seen we've just we've seen the on what was it uh, BSO, and you've seen on Twitter the athletes having their little quarantine parties with all the different dibbles and dabbles there and all. I hope they I hope it they understand that the only thing that can stop not the only thing but the main thing that'll stop it if they start getting sick cuz there's right. no fans if you know if a if a trainer gets sick or a coach I don't want to diminish their role with a team but I don't think the league stops again it's when players get sick that they stop it. So I hope they get it through to the players that if we're going to bring them all to one city and we're going to try to get this NBA playoffs or Major League Baseball playoffs, we're trying to get a champion, please sit your ass down for a couple months because the worst thing in the world would be another flare-up. And a flare-up in the league is three guys, two guys, right. and they're going right. to stop everything. Yeah, I mean, it's like the uh, like the real world, not the professional sports world, but in the real world. Like just, I mean, I've said it a million times, just don't be a knucklehead. Yeah. Like, just don't, listen, we, we're all trying to live our lives. I get it. I am not telling you to hole up inside your house and not move. You know, I we, we all, there's just protocols. So if you have to put a mask on, put the mask on. If you have to wash your hands in a way that you weren't washing your hands before, you have to sanitize your hands when you walk into a store, a restaurant, a mall, like just do that. Don't be a knucklehead and this thing will be done uh, sooner rather than later. <laughs> Fixed your alarm. Yeah, got it to work today. (laughs) I had my wife listen to that moment yesterday. She was in tears laughing. (laughs) I listened to that like last night, like game film. We're going to in the four o'clock hour. You're going to hear one of Solana's, I, I believe, worst moments. We all knew he was lying. That's why I was the worst. <laughs> and and I, then, and, but then he tried to, you know, he was so outraged that he was fabriclasted. A lot of moving yeah. parts here. That's his go-to. <laughs> Hawk, what I got to ask we'll you. circle Hawk, back. Hawk, you're, you're, you're a, a prime and beautiful 50-year-old. Thank you. Thank you. 20-year-old Hawk, how would you be dealing with this? Yeah, well, it's it, and, and I've thought about it because, you know, everyone sees life through their own prism, right? And so yeah. it's really easy for me to go, hey, don't go out, don't go to a party, don't go to your friend's house. It's very easy for me to say that because I'm 50 years old, I'm happy, 
I've done all my partying. I went through college. I went through my single stage. Like I, it, so I really do try to look at it through the prism of other people when I see young people out or they're on the sandbar at the beach or whatever. And and I and I go, I get it. Like I totally understand it. My situation at fifty. Happily married. I could go the rest of my life without leaving this house. I am good to go. <laughs> I, You know what I mean? So I, I yeah. get it. I, if I was younger and I didn't have a family with me at all times and and uh, and my social life was being with other people and, and going to bars and uh, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I have a lot more patience for what I call the knuckleheads than I think a lot of people my age do because I'm willing to look at it through someone else's eyes. And that's what I always think about when they say they're going to bring and and people look at it as a positive. The whole thing about bringing all the players down to Orlando, all the players to Atlanta and have that. I'm just thinking about a 20 year, 20 year old Channing Crowder. If this is 05 and they say everybody in the NFL is coming to Atlanta to play the games or something like that. I am gonna. I would. I would go crazy. I just. But I know you, myself. But, but there would be crazy. no problem if you knew everyone was tested and safe. There'd be no problem but, with that. But Hawk, I no. I would go play. But then now I'm in Atlanta. I'm going to find some right. young ladies. Right. I'm single too. I'm single and I got money. I'm going to find some young women to hang around with. I don't know where they were yesterday. I don't know where right. the people they were with were the day before. Like it just my biggest fear about starting back up sports are the players. I think they're their worst enemies because these guys are young with a lot of money, a lot of notoriety. And to be honest, they're bored as hell right now. Right. But I, I think it translates more than just sports. Like, it translates to life. Everybody's yeah. antsy. Everybody's bored. And the moment you start to make things a little bit normal again, that's when people let their guard down. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, things are normal again. Like, and, and that's when, you know, so that's why you have to be just so vigilant when it comes to washing your hands, wearing a mask. And, you know, no one's saying that... Uh, that you have to be holed up inside your house. I really, you know, I, I just want people to be... Let's get headlines real quick. Yesterday, the Miami Heat did reopen their practice facility. ESPN's Ramona Shelbourne reported 12 Heat players went in for voluntary socially distant, distanced workouts, I should say, yesterday. Uh, no official report on who those 12 players were, uh, but we do know three players, Jimmy Butler, Andre Iguodala, and Solomon Hill are in California. So couldn't be, right. couldn't have been those three, but... Uh, uh, the other 14 players uh, that are signed to the Heat, um, 12 of them were there. Okay. Dolphins defensive tackle Devon Godshaw. Pretty cool news here. He purchased 100 Papa John's pizzas for healthcare workers at Jackson North Medical Center today. Well, that's nice. I mean, but that, uh, what is it? I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I am not, I'm not dunking on this at all. I'm no, that's nice. That's nice. I, I I like Papa John's and and Papa John's not there anymore, so you're you're sporting Shaq, so I'm I'm, I'm down with that. Him. I figured but I'd it's Shaq. Uh. No, there's Shaq is the only. He brought in a face. They brought in a black face to represent it, and they paid him millions of dollars to come be the black face. The right. Entire structure of Papa John's is still there. No, I think it was Papa John that was okay. the problem, and he's and gone. Pa- and Papa was the beginning. You don't think Papa brought in like-minded people under him when he was in charge? Uh, possible. I'm gonna I'm side right. on. Uh, I'm gonna I'm side with Shaq. Okay. All but my, do... my greater point was what a hundred pizzas. That's like you know six hundred bucks. I'm not dunking on it. <laughs> I am not tonight. Good job, Devon. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think just, I've had. Bro. I've had larger bills at this, Bruce Chris. This is a feel good story, and we both went off the deep end either direction. <laughs> good job, Devon. So anyway, good job, Devon Godshaw, friend of the show. <laughs> no, I mean, each pizza costs 20 bucks, 100 times 20, 2,000. What? 
Right? Yeah. Each Papa John's pizza costs $20? An extra large pizza? I'd say around maybe $18, $20. No chance. Plus delivery? No chance. No? No. Yo, when's the last time you ordered pizza, man? I'm telling you, these prices have been yesterday uh, been inflated. <laughs> it's not twenty bucks for a pizza. It, it's around twenty bucks. It's around twenty okay. bucks for pizza tonight, guys. Seven p.m. on ESPN. UM versus FSU. Two thousand and two. They're gonna replay the wide left classic game. Canes fans. The NCAA's deadline for men's basketball players to withdraw from the NBA draft has been postponed. From the initial June 3rd deadline, they'll wait for the NBA to determine what they're going to do with the NBA draft before uh, setting a new date. Finally, guys, a sports gambler in Nevada, he threw down $100 on a 10-game ping pong parlay in Russia. He made out (laughs) $24,000. All right, I'm in. You don't have to ask me twice. I'll get uh, I'll get a ping pong parlay going. Somebody tweets in. Speaking of uh, mundane celebrity encounters, weeks ago I saw David Njoku at Publix in Hollywood. He had a mask on, so I wasn't quite sure at first. He was in line right before he walks out the door because he was looking at him. He defiantly took off his mask as to say, "Yes, it's me, David Njoku." Have you ever been? Have you ever seen David Njoku in person? No, bro. Yeah. He is a monster. He he dwarfs me. He makes me look like a, a four year old. He is a huge. I, I, human. I remember him being such a dominating tight end. Like Ooh. he's got to be a big dude. He was at OJ McDuffie's bowling tournament, and I and I, I thought they cut the lights out, but he just walked up behind me. I'm <laughs> like, bro, this dude. Like I, he surprised me how big he was, and I'm not a little guy. They you if it was him, you knew it was him because this man is built like a god. Wow. Uh, all right, what else do you have in the uh, the weather there? Pause up, baby. Right now in South Florida, it is mostly cloudy, up? 79 oh, yeah. degrees. David Njoku went to currently, UM. Currently, what was that? You said pause up, but David Njoku went to UM. Yeah, but uh, pause up. Were you thinking of somebody else? No, I mean, FIU, UM, anytime UM's brought up on the show, I'm going to I'm gonna throw out a pause up. I think it's, I think it's fair after uh, what, what happened what? at Marlins Park. What? 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 <laughs> But you brought up UM in the story before, and you didn't yell pause up. Right, but it just felt like an appropriate time. He thought time. it was someone else. He had to have thought it was, was someone that, else. There's, what is, what are John you talking about? Joe Smith. Did he go to FIU? John U. Smith, yeah. But no, and Joe there, I know. Yes, there's, that's there's exactly two what happened. That's, that's yeah. exactly what no, happened. No, it's not. What are you guys? You're Nobody these, relays these a David Njoku story and then yells pause up at the end. Can I just get to weather? He's I mean, not on the Carolina Panthers, and he didn't, like, like I don't understand the connection. 79 degrees currently. Admit that you got, Miami. admit you got caught in the air. I will not the I air. will not admit because I didn't get caught in the air. I mean this is it's it's ridiculous. I know yeah, Njoku yeah, went to UM. But pause up after a David Njoku story? It just felt like a pr- appropriate time to yell out How? pause up because How? too much UM love. We got to give some respect to the other university in Miami. Uh, he is just yeah. boy, <laughs> he is boy, boy. rattled. 79 <laughs> degrees currently. To bring you behind the curtain, we are going to go to commercial break in a minute and he's going to go, yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I know because we've done this a million times where he goes, yeah, I don't know. Because when you become adamant about something, but you have nothing to say, you keep making it dumber. And that's exactly what you just did here. Like, it doesn't I mean, the, the texters are on my side. FIU beat UM. It, it just made but sense. But what there. was the UM love that we were giving David Njoku? Uh, just too much, uh, too much UM love. I felt like. But, but I don't know. Again, what was, what, was the, what was the love? That he's a large man? 
huge, large man, and uh, we were so- we were speaking about earlier the <laughs> UNFSU game. I-, I felt like I had to uh, throw a little pause up there. Yao Ming was a giant man. <laughs> pause up. Pause up. <laughs> Just admit it. Admit it. You got caught in the air. I won't admit it because it's not true. Okay. I won't. Right. Admit it, though. I won't admit it. It's not true. Last chance. No, I'm telling you, I, I always admit my mistakes. You know that. You guys know that more than anybody. I always admit my mistakes. That wasn't Coach a mistake. Coach Katie there. Meyer from the University of Miami is coming up. Big fan. You don't want to yell pause up? Yeah, nah. it's a lot of UM love I just gave there. Nah, I'm not going to yell pause up. Interesting. That is weird. I don't understand what is happening here. I'm in mortal fear the first time I make a mistake on Hawkman and Crowder show that they will just totally, totally murder me. It's going to happen one day, so... I just got to prepare myself. Prepare yourself next. Panthers, Canadiens, classic game with Doug Plagans. This is Dan Day, and you're listening to the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.